and video game music. This is Progress Bar. Welcome to the show. My name is Anthony Shelton. This is Progress Bar. We're going to talk about Uncharted and Call of Duty, the Uncharted Nathan Drake collection. Spent some time playing that last night. If you are on my Twitter, you kind of already understand what's happened, so we'll talk about that today. And of course, just Call of Duty stuff, because it's Call of Duty. 2.9 million people care about it. Got songs from Ross Kmet, Ben Prunty, and Viking Guitar. So stay tuned for those. You can contact me at Progress Bar Show on Twitter. Anthony at ProgressBarRadio.com. By email also. And chat. Hello. What's up? Let me know you're here. Say hello. Give me something. Want to know that you're here. Alright. So I need to know, and I still question this right now. I was thinking about this last night. I don't know what's worse. A really buggy game or game corruption. Like if if you had to deal with something, if something happened to your game, would you rather have a buggy game like the Master Chief Collection or would you rather have your game corrupt and you have to start over? I found both intolerable because I took away, I, I took back the Master Chief Collection to GameStop. I traded it in. I was like, I can't deal with this. This game is buggy. Matchmaking takes forever to connect me. But I never lost my process, my progress. So what happened was last night I was playing the Nathan Drake collection. I got it in the mail from Gamefly. I'm excited. I'm like, cool, I finally get to play the Uncharted game. So I popped the disc in and immediately it uploads about halfway in. And I'm like, well, this game is going to install pretty quick. So the game, at least according to the homepage on PS4, says it's installed. There's no progress bar or anything like that. So I'm thinking, okay, great, it's installed. So I start the game, and I jump into the first Uncharted game. And when I try, it says 50% done. And I'm like, well, what the frig? Why, <laughs> why is this happening? Okay, whatever. So I wait... Wait for it to finish, finally installing. I don't know why the progress bar is gone on the PS4 page, but hello. Should be there. So I wait a few more minutes, start the game. So I'm playing through it. Looks good. Plays well. 
Some people say, oh, it doesn't hold up that well. Well, I never played the original Uncharted games, and the controls felt just a teeny bit wonky, but once I got everything the way I wanted it to, it was fine. I think mostly it's because I didn't invert the camera, but I did invert my aiming. I don't know what the difference is, because when you move the camera, you move the aim too, so I don't know. Either way, fixed it, started playing, pretty nice. Controls felt fine, and it looked it looks pretty good for an old game like that. So I'm playing, I'm playing, I'm playing. I probably play for about an hour and 15 minutes. I get to the second chapter. I feel like I'm getting close to the end. And then all of a sudden, the game crashes. It just dies. I get a blue screen. I get an error code. I don't even bother with the error code because I'm so frustrated. My wife is sitting next to me on the couch. She's looking at me like, what happened? Because she's doing her own thing on her tablet listening to something. She's looking at me like, what happened? Then she looks at the screen and kind of reads and just kind of turns her head and goes back to what she's doing. She understands why I'm frustrated. I just lost all that progress. And granted, it wasn't a lot of progress. Now that I know how to get through everything, I could get through everything, you know, in about 20, 30 minutes. No big deal. But I have to start over. There was no way to recover that progress. I have to start over. You know how frustrating that is? That's freaking obnoxious. You know what it's like to play a game. You get all the way to a certain point and... It crashes and your game corrupts. That happened to me at Pokemon. I had, I think, 130-something Pokemon. I had trained my six Pokemon to about level 80-something at this point. No cheats, nothing like that. Just all the way by itself. They were at level 80 or something. I let my friend borrow the game. And he just played it. I trust him. He has his own Game Boy he treats his stuff well. So I let him borrow it just so he could, you know, play it or whatever. He same day gives it back to me. I pop it in my Game Boy. I get a message, your game is corrupted and I have no way to continue. And I'm like, "Frick, I just lost all of that progress." Now thankfully for me, Pokémon was one of those replayable games I could play over and over and over again. So it sucked I lost all that progress, but at the same time, I was okay after a few days in restarting the game and trying something new. But still, I lost all of that progress. Jaeger in the chat says, same thing happened to me with Danganronpa 2 after playing it for six hours. But I have to say, you know, I was just as irritated with the Master Chief Collection. I just want to know, why isn't anyone talking about this? I'm immediately furious. I'm on Twitter. I type in Nathan Drake Collection, seeing if anybody's talking about this. Nobody's talking about this. I Google Nathan Drake Collection Game Save Corruption or Game Save Corrupt. And I get one page of stuff about it. Page two, not really much of anything. Just PS4 Game Save Corruption. So I type in Uncharted Game Save Corrupt. Same thing, battle page. Nobody's talking about it on Twitter. I tweet out to Blue Point Games. Then I check their page. They haven't tweeted out anything since they did Titanfall back in March 2014. 
That's their last tweet. So I'm like, okay, I'm a tweet out to Naughty Dog then, since Blue Point Games isn't really using their Twitter account anymore. Haven't gotten a res- response back yet. Then I go to the Naughty Dog Uncharted forums and see if anybody else is dealing with this problem. And there's a few topics about it. There are. But Naughty Dog hasn't responded to any of them. No publication has brought this up. Nobody is talking about this. But people are experiencing it. I've seen people on GameFAQs say they're experiencing it. Obviously, the Uncharted forums are saying stuff about it. People on Giant Bomb have mentioned the issue. And I realize the problem isn't as widespread as something as the Master Chief Collection. So it's not exactly getting the same play as the Master Chief Collection and all of its problems. But this is game corrupting stuff. People get 13 hours in, have to start all over because of it. Some people, they only lose maybe an hour of progress. One person lost a few minutes of progress. There seems to be one specific spot people continuously lose progress, but... For the most part, it just happens randomly. People are climbing. Oh, it corrupted. I'm walking through a hall. Game crashed. Somebody else walking. Game crashed. Jet ski portion of the game. Game crashed. I just... I don't get why nobody's talking about this. And Naughty Dog's not responding to it. And I thought Naughty Dog was one of the quote-unquote good publishers. So why aren't they talking about this? I don't even know how they let this happen. It is literally as simple as I played the game and the game crashed and no one's talking about it. Didn't anyone in testing play the game? Because I'm pretty sure if you played the game, it would crash. I only spent two hours after installing it and it crashed. Didn't take much. So how in the world did this get through Jaeger says Twitter's funny like that some AAAs use it some don't this is true some some do some don't but they're not even responding on their own forms if you got forms and if you have a technical support section of the form you should probably look at it and respond to it they are not responding Interesting. This is why the whole day one thing, buying stuff on day one. I mean, too many people are satisfied with this idea of buying stuff on day one. They get excited. It is exciting having the Uncharted collection all on one disc, remastered. For me, I've never played the Uncharted game, so it is exciting for me because I've heard good things about it. So I want to experience and see if it is good. But too many people are just satisfied with the idea, oh, you know, we'll just we'll get it day one. I'm so excited about it. I'll pay the $60. And all the publishers and developers are like, well, yeah, okay. So if there's, you know, problems, we'll patch it later. No big deal. And then this kind of stuff slips through. It's like the, you can't have that kind of issue. It's one thing if it's a frame rate issue. Go ahead, patch that later, fine. If it's on your list of uh, bugs and glitches to fix, 
later not a high priority okay fine i can live with that unless it's really atrocious but most times it's not i can live with it but you're talking about you're you're wasting my time now we got to get over the point where we're not settling for this stuff we want to have arguments about battle battlefront and the fact that it's 720p on Xbox One and 900p on PS4. But nobody's up in arms about the fact that we have game save corrupting bugs in a collection that should be pretty freaking good. It's absolutely ridiculous. Alright, this song is called Painted Stars. It's by Ben Prunty. You can find it on the Gravity Ghost original soundtrack, which is available on Bandcamp. You're listening to Progress Bar. is Painted Stars by Ben Prunty. That's from the Gravity Ghost original soundtrack, which is available on Bandcamp. And just to clarify, I didn't buy it on Gamefly, I rented it from Gamefly. The only game I've bought from Gamefly so far is Shadow of Mordor, because I need to play that game. I've heard lots of good things about that one. 
it was cheap. I was like, hey, let me get Shadow of Mordor. It was on sale, and I got five bucks off, so I was like, I'll buy that. But other than that, I'm renting all my games from Gamefly. So I didn't buy it. Now, Zoro says in the chat, Odds are they knew about this game crashing in data loss, but they had a deadline to meet. This is the fault of game patching. It's been going on since last year. Yes, this is all true. Odds are they did know about this deadline or the 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 bug, but they did have a deadline to meet. Problem is, when testers make their notes, they put their fixes in a priority list. There's usually high priority, you know, kind of mid priority type of stuff, low priority. I mean, where was this on the priority list? Because as El Zorro also said in the chat, losing data is horrible. And I paraphrase, but that's basically what he said. And I agree. It's a horrible thing. Like it's one thing to have Master Chief Collection problems where your matchmaking is just boo-boo. And your campaign, eh, it works. But it would be another thing to have that on top of data loss. At least when I get the Master Chief Collection back... Because I will, I will get it again now that all the problems have been resolved. When I get it back, all my data will still be there. It's not like I've lost it and i got to start all over on all of that too. It'll still be there. But we're talking about going through a campaign and literally in your stomach that feeling of anxiety of I don't know if I'm wasting my time right now because I don't know if the game's about to crash on me. And I'm going to lose all my game save. That's it's freaking stupid. They should have put that on much higher priority list. Now you might say it could be from the latest PlayStation 4 update. It might. And if that's the case, then I can't blame, blame Naughty Dog for that. Because I don't know if they were prepared for that. But if it's not, then all the blame goes on Naughty Dog. For sure. I got another question to ask. Are games websites hurting this bad? Like I think about what publications are putting on their websites now. A lot more traditionally gaming websites are putting movies and stuff out. Like, they're not just talking about games. They are posting about the latest James Bond movie coming out. Or they're posting about some other movie. Or actor. Or whatever. I see it happening with GameSpot, Polygon, GamesRadar, other websites... I'm like, IGN was traditionally always games and movies. So they, they've just, that's their identity. Now, all of a sudden, all these websites that have traditionally been just video games are all of a sudden including television and movies. I'm trying to figure out what the heck is happening. Are they really hurting that bad? Like, y'all need to get that many more hits on stuff to meet, make ends meet? Is this how you guys are going to increase your profit? And then you think about some of the other games-related stuff they want to talk about. Such as, 
the latest Call of Duty publicity stunt that happened on the Call of Duty Twitter. Activision, within the Call of Duty Twitter, had posted about some terrorist event happening over in Singapore. And people freaked out about it. They had changed their title, not their Twitter handle. They changed their title to Current Affairs Aggregate. Changed their picture to a little mesh globe that was pink. And then started posting this story about some terror event that happened in Singapore. Which a quick Google search would tell you nothing happened in Singapore. It was just some publicity stunt Activision was pulling off on their Call of Duty Twitter. The specific tweet said, breaking news, at least the first tweet said, breaking news, unconfirmed reports are coming in of an explosion on the north bank of the Singapore Marina. Okay. Mind you, this is coming with the new current affairs aggregate title on the Twitter, right? But the Twitter handle still says, Call of Duty. So it's not like all of a sudden Call of Duty is trying to break news. These, th- this Twitter account is the only one talking about this quote-unquote breaking news. Associated Press isn't talking about it. ABC's not talking about it. CNN, Fox, NPR, none of them are talking about it. But people expect the Call of Duty handle to have this breaking news. People are freaked out. They're going crazy. They're like, oh, this is irresponsible. How, why would you do something like that? So I'm looking through the replies onto this. Some people are genuinely like, hey, wait, wait, what happened? Like, what is going on here? They're confused. And then other people are confused, but then they realize, oh, this is about Black Ops 3. And then other people just picked up on it. They're like, this, this is something this Call of Duty feed has been doing before like they did this with zombies they had this current affairs thing going on breaking news zombies granted that's a little more obvious because there's not really zombies but still if you've been paying attention to the feed you'd understand this is not the first time they've done some quote-unquote breaking news stuff so they picked up on that real quick they're like "Eh, it's not a big deal so perhaps i'm thinking in hindsight but still i looked through the entire story of what happened each tweet that they put out and i'm like this really wasn't a big deal but every gaming website's on there like oh my god call of duty put out this fake terrorist threat it's crazy i'm like really is this how we're going to get our hits now off of non-news it's not a big deal this is for the 2.9 million people who pay attention to call of duty that's who it's for it was it a publicity stunt? Sure, but at the end of the day, they were sending out all these successive tweets about this event that didn't actually happen. Nobody else is reporting on it. But apparently, Call of Duty has this insider information about some event in Singapore. Yeah, it doesn't make much sense. That's why I'm like, really? Polygon? GameSpot? Games Radar, Kotaku, really? Like this? Come on, guys. 
You can do better than that. It's not that big of a deal. Was it irresponsible? I don't think so. Again, if you've paid attention, this is the kind of stuff they do. In fact, a tweet before that tweet, I don't know which time it was, but the tweet before it was also under this current affairs aggregate with a picture, and it said, oh, you know, movie has beat, smashed box office records. It's like nobody got... All up in arms over that, obviously, because it's not some terror event, but still. Once we put out this explosion happened in Singapore, all of of a sudden it becomes a big deal. And then if you actually look at the success of tweets, while the first one didn't have pictures, some of the other ones did. And you could clearly tell this is a fake event. They are doing something within the Black Ops 3 lore. Elzora asks, was the tone of the article's outrage? Uh, yes. It was more so, I wouldn't say outrage. The tone was more, how do I say this? It was, why in the world are they doing such a thing? That kind of tone. And then, obviously, the opinion articles come out after that, detailing the real thoughts that they have. Which none of them were like, ah, it's no big deal. Stop chirping. They were all, oh, this is irresponsible. In this day and age, why would they do such a thing? And I'm like, okay, if you're really going to make a big deal about the Twitter, then maybe you should make a big deal about the idea of them even releasing a game with this type of content, with this day and age also. Y'all want to get on EA about the police brutality and the whole Battlefield Hardline stuff? Well, let's take a look at what's going on with Call of Duty and see if we need to rescind on what's going on with that. But it wasn't about that. It was about creating a problem so that they could get more hits on their website. That's why I'm trying to figure out, are they really hurting that bad? Because I don't think they need to be doing this stern disapproval nah not really I mean yes it was stern disapproval but it was more so in the lines of eh why in the world are you doing this this is irresponsible I don't think it was if you pay attention to the call of duty twitter feed this is what they do this is what you get Did Activision use the wrong social network? Uh, Probably. I I will go there and say, yes, maybe Twitter shouldn't have been the social network that they used. Maybe they were irresponsible on that front, but I wouldn't even call it irresponsible. I would... A mistake. Maybe not the best judgment. But I still don't see a problem with it. Whether you consider it good judgment or not, there I mean, there really wasn't a big deal out of it if you're paying attention to the Twitter feed. If you're just picking up on one or two retweets here and there, then yeah, okay. But then you look at the Twitter handle and go, Call of Duty, oh, they're clearly doing something along the lines of Black Ops 3. Kind of makes sense. I just didn't think it was that big of a deal. I don't know why 
they picked up on this story like it was a big deal. But it wasn't. Go look at the Twitter feed yourself. It's still there. That's how much you know Activision doesn't care. They, they apologized, but they don't care. It's all still there. Because it wasn't a big deal. It wasn't designed for the masses. It was designed for the 2.9 million people who are paying attention to Call of Duty on Twitter. That's all it was for. Alright, this song is Trail Dust and Turtle Wax. It's by Viking Guitar. You can find it on the Teenage Mutant Ninja Turtles Shell Shocked Remix album on OC Remix. .org. You're listening to Progress Bar.
That is Trail Dust and Turtle Wax by Viking Guitar. You can find that on the Teenage Mutant Ninja Turtle Shell Shocked Remix album available at OC Remix. Apparently, my stuff just went all weird on me. Hit it when that happens. There we go. Nope, that's not the song. <laughs> what is happening with my stuff? Nope, it is throwing random stuff at me. I'm supposed to be playing another song by Ross Kekmet, but for whatever reason, it wants to start putting in songs that I am not putting in there. This is just fascinating. All right. Well, anyway. Got some stuff going on in the chat about Animal Crossing and how much it costs. The uh the Happy Home Designer, I think that's what it's called. Uh Jaeger says he doesn't understand why it costs $10 more than a typical Animal Crossing release and he wouldn't have bought it if he hadn't bought it with a new 3DS game which uh new 3ds which totally makes sense and what is happening with my (laughs) dear lord this is kind of weird all right i don't think i'll be able to play some other songs because it is tripping for whatever reason uh yeah, I don't know what the heck is going on. I can't even put in my outro song. Really weird. Let's see if I can do it now. Oh, yeah, there it goes. That works. Now, here's the thing. Yeah, right, random song time. There we go. I should just play a random song. Why not? That's a great idea. Um, But he says it's only about 25% of a game compared to the other Animal Crossing, so no, it's not worth another $10. And that, I mean, that is interesting. If it's, what is worth more money, right? This is a conversation we constantly have in the games industry because we think content equals more money, which in some cases it does. More content equals something that should cost more, right? This is a conversation we had when, uh, what was it? Ground Zeroes came out. And it was only like two hours. And it was 40 bucks. And people are like, well, why the frick is this $40? And it's only two hours, right? Content. But at the same time, a game like Happy Home Designer, you might be able to get a whole lot of hours into it. A game like Borderlands 2, I've been playing, I've probably played over 300 hours of that game. Probably one of the longest games I've played with. Still not one of my favorite games ever, but I really enjoy playing Borderlands. And I've spent a lot of time with that game. So, I mean, technically, should that game be worth more since I've spent a lot more time with that? Right, so it's hard to put value on that kind of stuff. Now, Nintendo has determined, oh, are the values worth more for this game than another game? Which, personally, I don't understand why. I don't understand why a game that has 25% less than a typical Animal Crossing is $10 more than the Animal Crossing game. It just doesn't make as much sense. But to somebody else, it could be worth $40, depending on how much time they determine they want to spend with it. 
it's a very tricky subject, and I feel like it's pretty subjective, but at the same time, that's how reviews work. They are subjective. And at some point, I really hope I can get this song in here because I really wanted to play it. But it will not let me. How much time do I got? I got five minutes. I don't think I got time. So, with that said, <laughs> unfortunately, that will be half that will have to be the way I end the show. I don't know what happened. I just I put in I okay, here's here's what I do. This is Sam Broadcaster that I'm using. And I put all of my songs beforehand in a queue. And in that queue, I just take the song and then I put it in the decks. The decks is where I play the song. So I got the song playing right now. That's playing in my deck A. Usually I put the songs that I play in my deck B. And then I put my intro sound in my auxiliary one deck. So... The other song actually ended probably a few seconds earlier. I had about like 30 seconds left, but then it jumped to about 7 seconds left for whatever reason. I didn't touch anything. It just jumped to 7 seconds left, which is why I came in later than I usually would. So then I tried to put in the next song by Ross Kmet, and it jumped to some random song from Disaster Piece. And I'm like, uh, that's not what I put into the deck, and I don't know why it's doing this. Never happened to me before. Just tech sometimes. It's a, why just stuff doesn't just work the way it's planned? You think about a computer. It's like you are a bunch of numbers. Just do what you're supposed to do. It's not like you're a human where you just do what you want to do. No, you're you're a piece of technology designed to do one specific thing. Can you do it right, please? My goodness. Anyway, that'll do it for today's show. <laughs> Thanks for listening. Appreciate it. Remember, you can contact me on Twitter at Progress Bar Show. You can contact me by email, Anthony at ProgressBarRadio.com. Also, update no longer able to put these songs on the Spreaker podcast if you want to hear all the songs related to this even though we're missing a song today you got to go to soundcloud now it's the fastest way i could get the stuff up on youtube because putting stuff on youtube is good for google searches and all that fun stuff and in order to get the show out there i need to get as many avenues of promotion that i can and exporting from spreaker to youtube is the fastest way to do it and because of youtube's content id which makes posting videos with music really difficult I need to take the music out so I do apologize for that but if you do want to hear the full show with the music go to SoundCloud Progress Bar Radio alright so I'll see you tomorrow talk to you tomorrow I'm gonna go try to play some Nathan Drake Uncharted Collection we'll see what happens later later